Otaku Melancholy Podcast, the podcast that would like to to issue a little shout out to all our lost girls. We rowdy. <laughs> my name is Matt, and I my death via hot air balloon will also not be televised. And I'm Audrey, and I used to be a lost girl. Now I'm found. <laughs> don't don't read into that. I I will. I will read too much into that. Is it because of your psychological state or what? What do you mean? Explain to me explicitly on the podcast now. I, I also had a big snap where I broke the fuck out of my dad's leg. Because he wouldn't chill. <laughs> In the casket, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Mm. Awkwardly rubs back of head. All right. <laughs> Well, here we are. It is another week, and so the Otaku Melancholy podcast continues to exist. Mm-hmm. And uh, this week, because I have no doubt in my mind that you can read, <laughs> we are covering another Attack on Titan OVA and another Attack on Titan episode. It would really suck to like this podcast, but also hate <laughs> Attack on Titan. But who could do that? Who could hate Attack on Titan? A lot of people, myself included. 2014 Matt would. Yeah, 2014 Matt hated Attack on Titan. That's also because 2014 Matt was going to conventions and being like, I'm so tired of seeing these Survey Corps motherfuckers. I hate what is popular. I hate what is popular because I don't want to understand it. I'm afraid of what is new and what my my age group is considering their uh, their interests because I want to be unique and different. So I hate this. Yet no one acknowledges me, <laughs> making my hate grow. <laughs> no one acknowledges me hating what they love, so it only makes me angrier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dang. Honestly, 2014 Matt did not like Attack on Titan for the stupidest reasons, and that that, that that's a story for another. For right day. now, for right okay. now, let's get into it. All right, you know, uh, just a quick tangent. I hated when Aaron came back as a Titan. I thought that was stupid. I thought I Aaron hated. died. I was excited. Yeah, I hated that too. I thought it was disappointing because mm. it was really cool how they subverted expectations. Like, whoa, the protagonist is dead. Because I spent like. Last the next two or three episodes, wondering what the hell is gonna happen next. Are, yeah, who's the main character now? Is it Armin Mikasa? 
John? <laughs> Sasha? <laughs> Connie? <laughs> I will, uh, uh, I guess this will lead into our check-ins really quickly, but I, uh, I guess the English manga also didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Because I recently got all the, the manga because, uh, I'm a stan now. <laughs> In the back of volume two, after Aaron dies, they have like on the back of the volumes all the uh all the scouts. Yeah. Or all the all the main characters, and they mark them out as they die, and they marked out Aaron and I was like, Huh. <laughs> what fools we were back then. Mm-hmm. And then I think he he immediately comes back in volume three or volume two, and it's like, oh well, uh <laughs> we gotcha, didn't we? Yeah, wasn't it the only person dead and stayed dead was Marco? <laughs> Everyone yeah. else is still alive. Yeah, well, <laughs> pulls off collar. That's a that's a topic. That's a discussion right there. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead get these check ins out of the way. What have you been doing, Audrey? Oh, well, I'm back on that Destiny kick, getting ready for Witch Queen coming out on the 22nd of this month in the year of our Lord, 2022. <laughs> <laughs> and uh. I got a lot of catching up to do, and I'm in a different mindset than I was last time I played Destiny. I do not give a flying fuck about all the missions and collectibles to get. That has just been a lost cause, thanks to the fucking stupid-ass content vault. Oh, yeah? Yep. Hmm. What's the point in trying to get all the collectible exotics when, you know, they could just say, we don't have access anymore? Yeah, but isn't that how they get you? They're like, oh, if you don't get it now, who knows when it'll come back. It's like that Disney Vault bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that Disney Vault fucking died with streaming. Thank yeah. God, fucking assholes. Die. <laughs> Perish. Perish she under your own grief. Nay. God. Okay. So on your Destiny bullcrap, you do you see anything else interesting? You play a gather game that people might actually like that isn't Destiny? No. Dang. I played Space Engineers. No one likes that. Not even no me. <laughs> <laughs> Still working on that fucking crane. <laughs> the crane arc. <laughs> the crane saga at this point. Dang. The crane saga. <laughs> Made of tiny little crane arcs. <laughs> that build into the crane narrative. <laughs> oh. This isn't even for anything. It's not like I'm trying to rescue a vehicle or something. I'm just building a crane because I thought it was a neat idea. And at this point, I'm too committed to stop. <laughs> I know in your Steam, it says you have like 140 hours in the game. And I'd like to imagine 139 <laughs> of them are on the crane saga. <laughs> <laughs> it's over half of those hours. Oh, my God. You need to post pictures of the crane whenever it finally could succeed. I will. I'll post like progress pics too of like the design process. <laughs> At first I thought building a crane was just build big claw, but it turns out I was wrong. Mm-hmm. You also need to build big counterweight and big <laughs> wheel. Need big piston for big torque. <laughs> big piston. You big torque. I learned hinges aren't good enough, so I need pistons, but pistons don't rotate. 
But wheel. Could use wheel? Put wheel on stuck crane drive wheel. <laughs> wheel stuck crane toward car hook. <laughs> but what have you been up to? Ruining new shoes because of Attack on Titan. Yeah. Did you go so, rumbling too hard? No. So, uh, as you if you listen to this podcast, I bought all the Attack on Titan manga because Coupon Plus, they were there. And, uh, they showed up on my doorstep in this big box, and I posted pictures of when I opened it. And this this looks like the dude just threw them in there. Mm-hmm. And luckily, none of them are damaged. But, geez, was I, like, sweating when I opened that box. <laughs> but during the process, earlier that morning, I got new shoes. New Toms. Yeah. And I was like, dang, this is a comfy-ass slipper shoe. <laughs> so I went out and, like, got some breakfast and some uh, lunch. And I came back. And my uh, other my cat was fighting another cat that I let outside and I had to deal with that. No. So I had a cat in one hand and I saw the tag on tights. So I said, I cannot reasonably pick that up. But then I had coffee in my hand. I said, what if I put the coffee on the box? Oh. And held the box up. And I said, no, that'll never work. But then I did it anyways. And at first, everything was going pretty well as I opened the door. But then the cat was like, all right, I'm going to head out. And <laughs> jumped and knocked the box out of my hand and the coffee straight onto my new shoe. And God. I just stared at it. And I just, yeah. Yeah, I just was like, damn. 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 Never buy a shoe again. We feet boys now. I like that's the lesson you took away from this instead of don't try and uh, and try to like festival some coffee. No, it is not. It is not my fault. It is clearly the shoe's <laughs> fault for being new. What do you? There's no way that I'm the one to blame for this. Anyways, yeah, I'll tag on Titans reading that on volume four. Watching Yu Yu Haku show again because. Watching Yu Yu Hakusho again. Watching Yu Yu Hakusho again. Watching my seasonals. People oh, you know the... I do. I, I, I do watch that Yu Yu Hakusho. I do watch the Yu Yu Hakusho. Actually, it got back to a part I was like, oh, this kind of interesting. They started fighting with the Togoros, and the Togoros were like, you can't beat us. And they were like, oh, well, we can't beat you, but we can try. <laughs> and I said, dang, ain't that relatable? That's like me versus my depression. My depression is Togoro 100% with his scary ass arm veins and his scary ass eyeball arms and his sunglasses at night. And his orange juice preference. What? Yeah, he prefers orange juice. What? what Did do you I mean? get to that? There's like a, to- there's a There's a clip where... Uh, Togura is talking to some big bad. He's like the organizer of the tournament or whatever. And then that guy says, would you like some wine or some kind of alcoholic beverage? And then Togura says, no, thank you. I'd much rather have some orange juice. (laughs) Maybe that was Um, just something in the English dub that didn't come from the subs. I don't know. No, apparently I just looked it up because I thought you were totally on some weird <laughs> bullshit. No, it's in the subs too that he asked for orange juice. <laughs> this, this is what always happens with us. I always say the weirdest bullshit, and you're like, "There's no way that's true," and then you look it up, and there's absolutely a way that is true. 
Well, it's like, that sounds like such a dumb move. It's like, hey, Togoro, do you want some burr? And he's like, no thanks, I prefer orange juice. <laughs> he's like, okay. It's it's like a it's like stupid dub moments. It's like, hey Lee, I'm gonna are you gonna fight the bone, dude? Yeah, I'm gonna use my silly jutsu. <laughs> okay, silly jutsu. Yeah, my silly dance fight jutsu that after that I start after I drink from this cup. Mm-hmm. Makes sense to me. Uh, and that's how that dying light. We still on we still dying light, boys. I saw. Yeah, you saw a lot. You heard me screaming about it. When are you gonna stream it? I don't want to stream it. This <laughs> I was such a baby. When they start chasing me, I'm like, no, go away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I well, you know. And then I'm a the stupid butt forgets I can climb on things, and I'm just running through the streets like, no. <laughs> oh. Help me! Help me, mommy! <laughs> I'm scared. I need to get to the house. <laughs> oh no! There's more of them. Yeah, that is my dying light experience, though. Runs away from one volatile, runs into a billion more volatiles, has the whole volatile army chasing me. <laughs> uh, and outside of that, seasonal catch up. A couple of people in the server have been talking seasonals, and I said, dang, that sounds like a good seasonal. I will, I will watch two episodes of that and forget about it. Yeah. Seasonals are, uh, they're a thing. We are on episode six, my girl. I am aware. Are you aware? I am aware. You do realize you have to watch six shows, right? Yeah. Okay. Just throwing that out there. Just I giving you am a... aware. Okay. I w- although you still haven't decided what your your your, your watch is going to be. I'm working on it. I am cultivating... <laughs> Sweats profusely. Can it be like a uh, Sabakui Bisco? <laughs> uh huh. Uh, I don't know. Uh. I'm still figuring it out, but you know how it is. This girl kind of lost when it comes to seasonals. And speaking of girls who are lost, hey, <gasps> talking about good old Annie and Mikasa from Attack on Titan, who are lost girls. Ooh, talking about lost girls, this time with 50% less anxiety and squ- and spirit-crushing work. <laughs> lost girls, now with 100% less my involvement. <laughs> and with 90% Leah less screaming and <laughs> spilling our sippy juice. Alright, so Lost Girls, it's based off a light novel. And you say, but isn't Attack on Titan a manga? And I say, shut up. It is. But guess what? This is a universe. We got more. We got more than just one single solitary issue. That's so dumb. You think that's just you think there's just one? You don't think you can't have tie-in light novels? Mm-hmm. How does it feel to be that stupid? Dumb. Weak. Anyways, yeah, based off a light novel that in turn was actually based off a pack in uh a pack-in visual novel that was included with DVDs or Blu-rays or whatever. Yeah. And while not written by the mangaka, uh, it was written by one of the writers of the TV show. And 
We'll get into it in a minute, but I basically think he just said the ending's going to be Aaron dies. <laughs> he said, I have established it. If it doesn't happen, then I'm going to make this. This OVAs are going to look really stupid. Mm-hmm. All right. So this OVA is obviously brought to us by Wit Studio. Why wouldn't it be brought by Wit Studio? You think this is some MAPPA? This is the MAPPA shenanigans? Nah. No. MAPPA didn't even have us a whiff of Attack on Titan when this came out. MAPPA was doing MAPPA was doing other things back then. I don't know what they were doing, but they were doing them. Mm -hmm. Me Google's what MAPPA was doing in 2013. (laughs) Here's some pictures that match. Do you think I need you in this episode? My goodness, I didn't ask you. Uh, they were doing TQ and Hajime no Ipo. Oh, okay. Good work. All right, cool. Well then, Lost Girls. We got we got one story about Annie, and it's a detective story. Mm-hmm. And we got one story about Mikasa, and it's a fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. And very odd, because there are three episodes in this OVA, but only two girls. Kind of wish... Uh... I uh, wish they did something else, but apparently the Annie story had to take up two episodes. They could have had a Sasha story. Lost Girls, I can't I can't find the potato, <laughs> has a breakdown. Wh- where are the potatoes? I'm lost. <laughs> there, it writes itself. I don't know. It's like there a Tom many- and Jerry episode, but with Sasha and Shaddis. Yeah. <laughs> She's running through the kitchen. He's chasing her going, you s- this wasn't half. <laughs> Sp- speaking of which, now that I'm rereading the, ma- or I'm reading the manga, she didn't give him half. She gave him like a sliver. So yeah, Reiner, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she really is a devil. She only gave him like a quarter. It was only a quarter. It was only a quarter. All right, so let's just go ahead and retread the ground we've already retread. The Annie arc. Mm-hmm. As I think I might have mentioned in the uh, Yu Yu Hakusho episode, we recorded this originally, but I had a big old manic episode during the course of the recording. And it was very obvious. It was very obvious I was not in the right mind. <laughs> I was screaming a lot. Yeah. We have since scrubbed that audio from existence. I have it in Craig recording, Craig uh, bot recording format, but I will never let it see the light of day. Mm hmm. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah. It feels kind of weird to talk about it again, but this is like the first time in like a year we've ever double recorded an episode. Yeah. So, so yes. Yeah. So. Uh, basics of Lost Girls Annie arc. Uh, it's the day before the expedition where the female Titan appears in season one, and Annie is in the military headquarters or like her, her military dorm room, mm-hmm. and her doormate Hitch. Remember Hitch? Probably don't. I, I don't. She is going out on a hot night out in the town with a very nice dress. Ooh. And it's talking to Annie, who's still in the military uniform. It's like, damn, girl, get go out and do something. Get you some drip. <laughs> get you get you some dick. 
Probably from that Reiner boy you keep getting letters from. He's kind of a loser, though. Yes, Reiner and his letters. I will be going into the formation in the left flank. I think Aaron, for some, Aaron, who you need to know about, will be in the back flank, but I am not sure. We will be shooting gas that is green to tell us how to move. I'm just telling you this because we're besties and no other reason at all. And Hitch is like, is this some weird... Role play you guys have some about formations and gas. I don't. I don't know. Uh, if you're if you're not doing anything, could you do this favor for me while I'm out? Can you go find this girl for this rich dude that I was assigned? And and he's like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. Uh, there was something Hitch was doing for Annie. Oh yeah, Annie asked Hitch to like get. Either make it up an excuse or give her like a some PTO so that trade she can her get... straight shifts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and in return, Annie's doing this favor for her, and she goes to the rich dude. Rich dude's like, "You're like the twelfth person to get this mission. Whatever, you look like you're fresh from the grave, and uh, like if you can find her, whatever." It's my daughter, Carla. We don't talk ever, but she's missing. We, we've we talked even less than usual. Yeah. So I want you to go find her. And she's like, okay. Got any leads? <laughs> nope. <sighs> so she goes to a district where Carla was last seen, goes into a bar, uh, manhandles some dudes, and gets some information that there was some drugs involved. She goes to find... Uh, Carla's boyfriend, who is dead, and uh, what what happens then? She goes, gets met met by this uh this weird dude with a red eye in a fancy white suit, and two dudes from a different anime, <laughs> and there's a big hubbub about Carla was getting involved with drugs, like the production and selling of them, and. Annie is making too much of a fuss and needs to get disappeared. And then she goes full on Titan arm and kills them all, has them all dead. Goes and finds Carla and learns that Carla's been producing and distributing the drugs to help pay for her broke ass dad. And is really not in trouble and just wants to go to a different part of the walls. What an excellent summary. Yeah, that's about about as much as you can get out of two episodes. Uh, Annie learns some kind of lesson, I guess. Annie learns to kill people. It doesn't matter. (laughs) The entire thing about it is that this is uh, an Annie backstory arc, Mm -hmm. you know? And uh, we, I went in. I thought this would be. How did Annie get out there? How did Annie do all this? But it just said, "Yeah, uh, Annie, Annie's gonna go Scooby Doo for this episode." All right. <laughs> and uh, it's it's enjoyable. I think it's yeah. enjoyable well enough. I, I'm a big, I'm a, I'm kind of a fan of Attack on Titan. So any opportunities I get to see how other aspects of the world kind of operate. Mm-hmm. So seeing how the military police, you know, just apparently work in shifts. Yeah. And just go like, yeah, cover my, yeah, could you cover my, could you cover my nine? 
I don't know. I've got to go. I've got to go persecute some minorities. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, please. It's like, oh, okay, but only if you go solve this mystery. Ah, uh, nice. I'll go solve the mystery. There was a fair bit of uh, good world building in this, with a, uh, you know, a, a drug ring which all cities are prone to have. Uh, some kind of ordinance where you cannot start a fire without permission, which makes sense. Yeah. And how the military is basically bought off by rich people, which does not happen at all in real life. So that's kind of a stretch, don't you think? Oh, yes. I, too, do not think that the military's any military acts on the interests of the primary population that is the 1%. I think that the military is fair and that they they do everything for us. Yay. Okay, anyways. Yeah, it really is kind of true. You know, one of the things that you see from just the main series is how just screwed up the actual laws and on... Back then, what we just called, you know, in the walls, but now we just call it parody- parodies. Uh-huh. Uh, spo- not spoilers, but if you don't know, no, now you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's it's interesting to see that there are ordinances, that there are, th- there are drugs in the walls. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> who would have thought that people who run the risk of being eaten alive would take drugs? That's just... That just seems wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, how could they? They have so much to live for. They have such a bright future ahead of them in this feudalistic caste society. Yes, I I don't think I think that they're just not trying hard enough. Anyways, outside of the blatant sarcasm, mm-hmm. the mystery itself is really lame. Yeah, the uh, stakes are kind of neat in that. Uh, not that, oh, you wonder if she's going to make it in time because we f- fucking know they're going to make it in time, but more of how she's going to get out of this mess because she, uh, she notes this frequently that like when she finds the boyfriend's dead body, oh shit, what do I do? If I report this, then I'm going to be withheld and I can't go on my mission tomorrow. Yeah. If I don't report this, then I might get incriminated. And called into question further. Shit, I gotta find Carla. That, I mean, that's basically this is an interquel kind of. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is the problem of a story that is telling you events you already know will go positively. Yeah, you have to you have to make the how very interesting and the why, because the the ending is a foregone conclusion that yes, this is gonna she's gonna solve the mystery or at least she's gonna be like. She's just going to go rips up the letter. Nope. <laughs> a goodbye. So the narrative actually being something that you can get involved with is very hard to struggle with on this story. Mm-hmm. I feel like I enjoyed it, but I also am a huge Annie stan. So yeah, I was just mostly any, you know, any more opportunities to see Annie were just positive, but positive bullet points in my book mm-hmm. on my review. So it was nice getting to see her and to get kind of, you know, that added sort of uh, layer of narrative from her perspective. But at the same time, she literally goes full on Titan arm and they're like, was that a bomb? <laughs> at Which, the same time, it's kind of believable that no one in a composition would believe a bunch of slum bums 
on like, there was a titan arm in the middle of town. I'm like, bitch, this is the central of all the central walls. Get out of here, you drunk asshole. Yeah, and that also plays back to the factor, too. They're in Walshina, so they probably don't know that lightning like that occurs when a titan pops out. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, oh, bomb. Must be a bomb. They probably don't even know what titans really look like, you know, because that's something that in the, uh, you know, from the training arc with Aaron and early on, a lot of the kids didn't know what titans even looked like. Yeah. They j- because they hadn't been, they weren't on those outskirt, you know, those outskirt cities. They were in, you know, closer to the uh, inner walls. So, yeah, I, I I said in the original recording that that was stupid, but now that I'm revisiting Attack on Titan, I'm like, I get it from a narrative standpoint, from a lore mm-hmm. standpoint. Yes, that makes sense to me. I was just being a picky, little picky picky. <laughs> Another fun thing about this Lost Girls OVA is that it has the same effect as the No Regrets OVA. Uh, this came out in between... Uh, seasons one and two, or I think this came out right after season two, or during season two, somewhere yeah. in there. After season two, season two is in twenty seventeen. Okay, so this still has the same effect as No Regrets, where you can get a different takeaway from this depending on how far along in the main series you are. If you watch mm-hmm. it in order of release, then that's one thing. Like you see Annie training in her boxing sweats kicking some punching bags and also the shit out of her dad's leg. But watching this after a final season, then it has a lot more where you're seeing Annie training as the female Titan Cantit or the uh the warrior. Yeah. And her dad pushing her so hard because this is their chance to, you know, have a better life and not right. get persecuted. Yeah. And back at the time, back in the day when we were not aware of, you know, across the sea and all that, mm-hmm. it really just seems like they have some sort of hidden narrative, like a hidden goal that is really pressing for them. And especially yeah. to see Annie training out in the boonies, like in the woods, mm-hmm. you kind of don't know what to think about it. And it's kind of funny we're talking about Annie after we've seen episode 81 where Annie's <laughs> dad makes an appearance. Yeah. With his broke, with his broke leg. Especially considering Annie's hoodie, which is very modern compared to all the other clothes. And I'm surprised no one really talks about. She wears that hoodie underneath her cadet jacket. Mm-hmm. No one really says anything about it. I guess they do have hoodies in this world? Uh, and like I mean, a, in Paradise? Paradise? I mean, I'm pretty sure drawstrings aren't revolutionary technology. <laughs> Uh, who knows I, I just it is, you are right though it is a weird thing for everybody who's like dressing in you know button ups and old, ye old buckles mm-hmm. and suddenly here comes Annie going like you only get one chance to not miss the chance to blow <laughs> and puts on her hood and goes all boxy woxy so yeah I think that is a weird a, a weird thing you're right about that but hey I mean I'm now looking at the history of the hoodie the history of the hoodie. So, traditional hoodies go back to about 12th century, but that's like, you know, a cloak with a hood on it. You know, we've seen plenty of that, but any style of hoodie, the hooded pullover with drawstrings was in 1930s. 
Ooh, East. Ooh, you ruining the critical attack, attack on Titan lore studi- <laughs> with studio. Ooh, Isayama's gonna be mad. And that's another point, is that even with uh, all the stuff, all the uh, illusions in this OVA with the final season, which is especially neat considering this was not um, written by Isayama. Might have had yeah. some uh, consultation by him, but mm. it still works for the most for the most part. Mikasa's story, uh, maybe. Yeah, Mikasa's story is kind of uh, which we get when we get to it. It kind of it reads a little bit like some fan fiction. Mm-hmm. But Annie's story, personally, I, I it is you know. I'm, if you're listening to this, you might not be fully exposed to the story, but the end plot twist of what the mystery is kind of just feels like something that you would see in any other thing. Oh, yeah. the reason I ran, I wasn't actually, you know, mer- missing. I chose to be missing. Yeah, that's <laughs> not a very original narrative plot point. I'm very sorry, Attack on Titan. Not exactly Agatha Christie over here. Not exactly. It's kind of, re- it's been retread, you know. It's a mystery that ends with just... Mm-hmm. It doesn't end with any sort of like big plot twist, but again, I think this is more of a narratively focused, you know, story. It's more about Annie than it is the mystery itself, yeah. Because Annie herself doesn't get that much screen time, and she doesn't get much perspective. She's mostly just, yeah, don't mess with her. She'll throw you in the first season. (laughs) Uh, She's really good at fighting. Uh, Don't, 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 don't do that. Like, hey, hey, Aaron, you should go fight Annie. No. Get suplexed. Get suplexed. Backdropped. <laughs> kicked on the ground. Broken wings. <laughs> I think I this story would have been a lot better and more cohesive towards the main plot if this was focused on more of an espionage thing of Annie trying to sneak out of central walls and going out towards that expedition and trying to find out uh, like getting correspondence from Reiner and or Bertold to uh, find out more about Aaron and his position. Yeah, I mean, not to nitpick or anything, but wouldn't she have had to say, you know, I'm leaving, I'm mm-hmm. going, and the military would have said, uh, okay, uh, where are you going? I'm leaving Wall Maria, or I'm leaving <laughs> Wall uh, Rose. Huh. Aren't you military police? Perhaps. So I, I feel like that would be, you're right, that would be more interesting to see how mm-hmm. she got through and out of it. But, you know, it is established that she just basically took some, uh, she took somebody, she took Marco's <laughs> yeah. gear and shot it probably would have just been like, Psh, over the wall I go. Hey, Hitch, have you seen Annie? Yeah, she's dead. All right, cool. <laughs> and I'm not saying that, uh, I doubt the military police has the, uh, leading advances in forensics, but I'm sure they will be able to put some kind of clues together about how Annie uh, took some PTO on this certain day, and then that very day, a female Titan appears outside the walls and fucks up the expedition. Yeah, not only a female Titan, but a female Titan with long blonde hair. Mm -hmm. Or medium blonde hair, which is something, looking back on it, the only, you know, (laughs) mild spoilers for Attack on Titan Season 2, so skip like a minute in if you are listening to this for some reason but every single titan looks like who they are the only one who doesn't is Berthold. so he's the only one who gets a pass 
Yeah, and that's fair enough because he's big. And I'm kind of glad of that because it would have been stupid to see Armin Colossal Titan with Armin's hair. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's narratively, like, it's such a weird, it's such, it's so weird. Yeah. That I, you look at, I look at the armor Titan now and it's, how could you not think that that's Reiner instantly? Mm-hmm. Because even in the manga, it looks, he looks like Reiner with his, who, with his, with his $30 haircut. <laughs> An old yee-yee-ass haircut. <laughs> Maybe you get some bitches on your dick if you could. So she stop fucking around with that lawyer or whatever. But <laughs> I'm that- not gonna- <laughs> Go ahead, finish it off. No, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing with all of these twists is that they're so obvious in retrospect that you kind of beat yourself up like, how could I not notice that? But yeah. when you don't have any inkling of clues, then you wouldn't suspect. Same thing with the uh, the whole situation princess principle. And we're not going to go into that because maybe someone listening now has not seen that show or episode, so I'm not going to talk about it. But if you know, you know. You know. And if you don't know, well, now you don't know even more. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it is it is true that retro with the knowledge I have now. Yes, I can see why this doesn't work. Yes, I can see why that doesn't fit fit into play. Mm-hmm. But I think you're. But I just think that now, how could I not understand these things mm-hmm. as quickly as I should have? And Annie in the fact, I, and also I do think that that comes into play is that they don't have like wireless communication, so they wouldn't be like, "Hey, we're getting beat up by this blonde ass Titan." Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything you could do to help? Well, we'll send over Annie. Oh, wait a minute, we don't know where Annie is. Uh, there's no correlation to this, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, either way, Annie wouldn't be at the expedition, so she wouldn't have been in a formation. Yeah, I know, but like you know, they send yeah. they send uh, backups and stuff, you know. Well, they they don't for the they don't for the scout corps. They're just like perish, mm-hmm. go beyond the walls, <laughs> die. But I'm just saying that I could get how Annie would be able to survive for a little bit, but eventually they'd come back and be like, "This blonde ass Titan did this shenanigans." Like it, it would be really easy for it all to fall apart. Mm-hmm. But then again, this was probably a plan concocted by Reiner, so there was no doubt that it was going to fail anyways. <laughs> it was destined to die. Yeah, I wonder who did come up with that plan. Well, isn't Reiner established to be the leader at this point of the Marley Three? After uh, after Jawboy gets <laughs> plopped on by Ymir. Yeah, and uh, that's the point I'll come back to in a bit. Uh, I think Reiner did take the point of leader, but he does not have the best brains. Well, they all three are kind of stupid. Yeah, <laughs> they literally the Marley Three are all kind of dumb. Uh huh. Annie can do fight. Bertolt, Bertolt looks like a background character. <laughs> He's very passive. Yeah, and Reiner over here is being Jean 0.7 alpha version. He's having split personalities of like, am I a warrior or a soldier? Is a synonyms, Reiner. Is <laughs> a synonyms, Reiner. <laughs> <laughs> am I a warrior? Or an attacker. <laughs> Buddy, we really need to work on your, your dictionary skills. You're doing very bad. <laughs> I wonder I wonder how much 
uh, Zeke had to do with all this, because Zeke, I don't, Zeke came, came in later, never mind. Yeah, they were like, what is taking them so long? <laughs> <laughs> send them, send, send the monkey after them. And that is something interesting that in this OVA, in the ED, that new fresh OD, which mm. was very nice. It was uh, nice. It showed Marcel, which uh, did not really come into play until like, season... Season two. Two? Yeah. Perhaps even season later than that. I don't know. Well, they show how Ymir got the uh, got her powers, you know? Okay. It's been a while, so, so, so I don't know what the timeline was of when we as the audience were revealed that... And uh, the 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 Titan get the uh, Marley, Marley three three <laughs> the Marley three were in fact the Marley three or it used the to Mar- be the Marley four Marley four <laughs> yeah well I think it was in season two because I'm not sure I know it couldn't have been in season season three it would have been a little bit more difficult because Ymir literally says hey I'm about to go die mm-hmm. goodbye. I think it was. I'll, 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 I'll uh, tell you. I think it's coming back to me because at that point it was revealed that Reiner, Annie, Bertolt, or maybe not Annie at this point, Reiner, Bertolt, and Marcel were in fact outsiders, but not exactly where they came from or what they could do. Ymir was shown to have been a Titan and ate Marcel, but it was not revealed at that point, I think, that Ymir was... Uh, not aware of what she was doing yeah we'll have to Something you know like what that. we we need to we all need i need people we need partners in our lives to show attack on titan too yeah i so do so we can rewatch it <laughs> dang it's a well, it's aren't great. you lucky <laughs> get yourself some tinder dates to show them some attack on titan then drop them <laughs> drop their asses like a bad anime <laughs> Imagine that! Imagine being <laughs> that guy and being like on the first on the first sort of outing, be like, "I'm just gonna show you a little bit of this show. It's called Attack on Titan." Mm-hmm. And then just like, it's just like, places your friends. Like he came over. I thought he was he's. <laughs> I asked him <laughs> if he wanted to smash, and he was like, "I'm about to smash these walls, girl, and put on Attack on Titan." And I was like, "What are you doing? Why are you doing this?" <laughs> oh, well, well, even worse if what if you go on a date with your third girl and like hey you want to watch some attack on titan cool i'm on i'm on season two episode five we're starting now <laughs> oh you haven't seen it oh well i'm rewatching it for me i need someone else to watch it with me i need to i i, I have an anime podcast i constantly <laughs> have to tataka i have to tatakai all the time i have to move forward so if i watch it with someone else then it makes me then it, then it works out right <laughs> But yeah, we'll cover this again in the Attack on Titan full retrospective. <laughs> Gosh, we will rewatch a, everything in a in is, a single binge. This is just an Attack on Titan podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> when are we going to review the the visual novels? <laughs> oh man, we're going to review the light not the light novels that didn't get adapted into an anime. It's just going to be just might as well. T- dang. Dang it! This is this is <laughs> if if it's the only way to keep you like invested, then all right, here we go. Oh, what if we go through the manga and talk about the parts that weren't adapted? Oh, oh, dang! Like the Talkie Titan. All right. <laughs> and speaking of Talkie Titans, uh, let's go ahead and just talk about Mikasa's bit. Yeah. So 
Mikasa's story is more of like a what if of what happened if uh, Mikasa's family weren't ganked on by some bandits. Yeah. And it's given in the premise of Mikasa found out Aaron died. She has this kind of come apart where she goes through this kind of coping mechanism in an instant. Mm -hmm. And it's a very cute and sweet story of Aaron and Mikasa kind of being good friends, quote unquote, good friends. Oh, a, a more natural perspective instead of you know family dead. I I I they totally were into each other. Mikasa and her little Aaron doll. Mm-hmm. That you cannot tell me that didn't warm the cockles of your heart. It did, and the way Aaron gave her that scarf that time. Uh, she got to get the scarf in every timeline. Mm-hmm. And just see Mikasa as her pure as her uh, like pure young girl self instead of jaded and a forced murderer. Yeah. Well, I mean, as much as I hate to say it, Mikasa is the unequivocally the best girl of Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I Peak's butt may lead me away, but Mikasa <laughs> get, takes me home. Yeah. My body may wander, but my heart never leads home of Mikasa. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, it's, she's adorable in the fact that she is so devoted to Aaron, and it it it, it maybe this is just because this is why I say it kind of reads like some weird fan fiction mm-hmm. because knowing what we know now, you know, Aaron goes all, "Hey, you only like me because you have to," because I got the I got the blood in me. Yeah, but she's still doting on him even before he gets injected with his his superpower. So mm-hmm. I really think it is. This may be rendered, like, by the ending of the actual anime. This may be rendered just cruel, just as cruel fan fiction. hmm But it was very sweet to see her, that she's actually in love and devoted with him because of who he is and not just because he saves her life. Yeah. It is because she just loves him because he's Ed and Jaeger. And as opposed to the Mikasa we know... With her love being very hit, hidden in that uh, protective Yandere esque sort of way, it's a lot more open and flourishing. Yeah. Well, I think Mikasa's not Yandere as much as she just, that's the only way she knows how to love him. You yeah. Know? Ackermandere. Ackermandere by being. Hey, I'm gonna go run away now. I'm going with you. Uh, why? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm just going to the bathroom. I have to go with you. <laughs> it's just Mikasa. Come on. So so it's cute that she is legitimately devoted to Aaron in such a strong way. And I don't. So the this little alternate timeline thing is such an adorable adorable little arc. Yeah. It's called Lost in the Cruel World, and I love that. Mm-hmm. It's it's even got you know how. Every single episode has, you know, 17, and then the uh, the Levi OVA was like 0.5 because mm-hmm. it was before the first episode, and this one was something like, or uh, Wall Sheena Goodbye was 16.5 or 13.5 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, this one is just question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> Which works. Makes sense. Which, yeah. I mean, it canonically with a with with quotations takes place after Aaron gets you know dies and 
Armin's like, it should have been me. It should have been me. <laughs> I should have gotten eaten by Titans. Do do. Should have been their food tonight. Do do. It may sound crazy, but it ain't no lie. Aaron's bye bye bye. He got them arms eating the do do. Okay, why am I singing? Yeah, why are you? You're still going. I. It's like a. It's like a, a bingo for this podcast. Matt sings at some point in the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes up his own crappy lyrics and everybody's. Then I go on anchor and see that the engagement is down <laughs> during the segments, and I go, "I wonder what happened." And then I listen to it, and I'm like, "Oh, I sing." All right, cool. Thank you, fans. And it's a, there was some interesting parallels, like key moments that still happened. The main one being uh, Survey Corps come back from their expedition, as we know from the first episode, mm. and events largely play out the same. Except Mikasa doesn't go all big bully on those adults who beat on Aaron's ass. Yeah, they just stomp that kid in the dirt. And they're like, yeah. you gotta teach him. Stomp, 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 stomp. <laughs> and uh, Mikasa has a more direct up, uh, like up opposition to Aaron during joining the Survey Corps. Mm-hmm. But there's an interesting turn of events where the Survey Corps get defunded. And that might just be something to serve the plot of the side story, but I don't mm. know canonically what would have changed. Yeah, they well, they seal up the walls, which yeah. is something that the church, you know, they didn't want that to happen. They didn't want altercations to occur to the walls. Yeah. So it is kind of a weird alternate timeline where because there's no survey corps, if there's no survey corps, what does that mean for this world when there's there's no sort of a you know there's there's the money just get pulled away from them so they dedicate it to you know the the uh, the brigade so probably, they focus more on wall tightening like wall tightening probably goes to military police oh, of course it does yeah uh I I'll, I feel like I want to watch it again because. I think something some events happened on the day that the Colossal Titan would have appeared and he didn't. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of confusing. But that's neither here nor there. The big thing is that several Oh no, let's let's get into cause and effect. Are you saying <laughs> that Aaron would not have gone back in time to tell his him's daddy? To go on, well, you know what? That's that's a that is a that is a deep hole that I do not want to get lost in. Yeah, that's a that's a big uh brain muncher that I don't really have time for, and I don't think this Lost Girls really was in part uh, was was privy to. Hello, Internet. Welcome to Anime Theory. <laughs> and on this episode, we talk about what happens if there's no Survey Corps. <laughs> that would actually be pretty fun, though. That's for future contact content attack on titan what ifs <laughs> this is this is just going to be an attack on titan podcast by the end of the year it's going to be today we read attack on titan fan fiction interview it all right cool. <laughs> we're just alternate history hope before attack on titan <laughs> what if what if Aaron neighbor gave me casa the scarf well her neck would have been colder thank you for this <laughs> colder thank you for this episode you can donate to us on patreon all right so instead of Aaron joined the Survey Corps. He uh, decides to go with Armin to, on a hot air balloon uh, <laughs> right along. Saying that out loud makes it sound <laughs> so stupid. Kind of is. Ar- 
<laughs> they get on a hot air balloon to get over the walls. Yeah. He's still fully committed to seeing the outside world, and so wants to go on a hot air balloon ride and go over the wall, which has happened uh, in the canon of the show before, and they got shot the fuck down uh, and killed or, and or arrested. And uh, Mikasa says, no, don't do that. And Aaron says, hey, how about you join us if you want to go so badly? Just meet us at this uh, certain time. Mm-hmm. And then it's that day, and it's around that certain time, and Mikasa's trying to go, and she gets stopped by Mirror Man. <laughs> now, if you haven't seen the OVA, stay with us. This is going to get kind of weird. But Mirror Man is a man with a mirror mask on his face, and it's in like the middle of this kind of carnival thing going on. Yeah. I, I think they're celebrating the wall getting sealed up. And he's like, behold, I'm a great illusionist. I will, uh, I will manipulate, no, he's a hypnotist. I will make this girl murder me. And Mikasa's like, please let me go, sir. I'm scared. And he's like, I will let you go if you kill me. You have to kill me in order to be free. And there's like a whole bunch of hypnotist introspection talking to Mikasa, like really getting in her head about her feelings of not being able to save Eren. And at the end, spoilers, Mikasa does stab Mirror Man and blood pours out and the audience kind of screams, but then he gets up and reveals, oh no, this is a fake push-in knife. The blade isn't really there. And this is chicken's blood. So my murder was fake, but the trauma is real. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the entire audience is applauding like, haha, we forced this girl to commit murder in her own mind. <laughs> literally like, yay, we did it. <laughs> the mirror man's like, the blade is fake, the blood is fake, but her actions were real. She fully, 100% intended to murder me. So hope she <laughs> hope she's okay with that for the rest of her young life. <laughs> Let's give her a round of applause for her attempted murder because she was running late to see her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Classic Ackerman moment. <laughs> Good old medieval society. You're inconveniencing me. Stab. Yeah, and then she goes, and Harvin's like, uh, "Aaron's dead." Yeah. Which is- he threw me off the air balloon. Which is kind of funny because I, I like to think this is the first time Mikasa actually met Armin. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I, it is because she's like, hey, you're Mikasa, right? Oh, yeah. And she's like, yee. He was like, got bad news. Aaron's dead. <laughs> I, would, I would be surprised if Mikasa didn't go ape on Armin in that moment. <laughs> Just stabs him. <laughs> This literally stabs him in the face, then walks away. Timeline over. Yeah. Uh. So then Mikasa wakes up and realizes this was all her, um, her kind of coping mechanism, and kind of gives herself away to be eating, being eaten by a titan. And then, as we all know, Aaron marches in and decks the shit out of that titan. Yeah. Well, the, the, there's an interesting thing that I that 
in the course of it where the butterfly or whatever says, you cannot save Aaron. He is going to die. Yeah. Every timeline, he is going to die. And I'm sitting there saying, I hope you're, do you know something I don't? (laughs) So now I'm just thinking, well, Aaron's going to die in the main show, I guess. I I just, I, the the fan fiction established it. Why would it lie? (laughs) The butterfly was the weird worm creature all along. (laughs) <laughs> the butterfly was just this was all just a gag to make fun of Mikasa <laughs> they're playing the long the long game to get her and when she, Aaron finally dies she's gonna he's gonna be like pranked you it's just a prank why are you mad it's just a prank and she's just gone gonna, wrong gone sexual excuse me I mean that's a different fan fiction elaborate no. Hmm. Interesting. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. I am hoping that there are free t- TED shirts with TED shirts with this tea talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, we've established. I've, I'm calling it right here. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, manga fans are like, "Yeah, okay, good, good guess." Good, 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 good job. Once again, you make another stupid theory. Mm. Anyways, my theory, my anime theory is that Aaron's going to die. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lost Girls, for convincing me fully. Why'd you get silent? I was yawning. Oh, I was saying, I was, it was kind of awkward. I I said that and no one, there was no response. I said, (laughs) right? This is just a this is just a theory, right? Looks around. It's just a theory. It's just an anime theory. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but it does seem like that kind of ending where Aaron has to die no matter what. You can't save him. It does feel like some fan fiction because what do they know that we don't? This was made in 2018. The manga wasn't even over. Mm-hmm. So, so what do you know? What are you saying to me? Are you saying, what do you know? Was The manga wasn't over until like 2020. It also kind of gets the the kind of excuse ending like, well, it's okay if mine doesn't become canon or becomes uncanonized. Then uh, it's still somewhat true that uh, it's still in Mikasa's mind. She made it up. Mm Mm-hmm. This is what Mikasa thinks will happen in Attack on Titan. I mean, it's, it's a nice little fun distraction. But at the end of the day, all that was was a distraction. Mm-hmm. It was a fun ride, though. It was. And it was yeah. insanely cute seeing, like, non Ackerman Mikasa. Yeah. Non Ackerman Mikasa. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was honestly a, a, a treat to get to see it and to get to just see the relationship that Aaron and Mikasa will have no matter what. And that it is not just, you know, what Aaron seems to think in one timeline. Apparently, we're doing timelines now. What he seems to think is that because she's loyal to the blood because of her Ackerman, you know, her Ackerman identity, but it's legitimately she loves him. So that's really nice. Mm -hmm. Even if this is just a fan fiction. (laughs) That's a nice fan fiction. And that's the point of fan fiction, isn't it? To be nice and to... 
be wish fulfillment. Yeah. And to, to create the story that you wish would happen. Even if it te- the technical terms of this anime, it is a it is a sort of a dying dream, mm-hmm. a a a moment she she just has as she's just on her possible deathbed. So it's nice to have it. I don't know if I don't know if it's something that is really entertaining if you're not a fan of if you're a fan of the story. Of Attack on Titan, because this doesn't accomplish anything. Yeah. At the very least, it's nice to see what Mikasa thinks of her normal life with Eren. And, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> it's fun thinking about throughout the rest of the series of the kind of daydreams she has about Eren. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't isn't that isn't that what she probably does all the time when she's not doing anything? Daydreams of Eren? Mm-hmm. It's like, when this is all over... God, I'm gonna give you so many kids. I'm. They're gonna. I'm gonna give you so many kids. Please. <laughs> and then it's Aaron died in, during childbirth. He wasn't even the one giving the birth. <laughs> we couldn't save him. He he did. He's destined so, to die in every timeline, but <laughs> every timeline. He is even in the time the good timelines. He dies of old age. He's like she's like no, I couldn't save him. <laughs> Mikasa, he died because he got old. He's not supposed to die. Uh, but overall, these two OVAs are are nice little treats. Yeah, nice little treats. Nice. They nice. They're more Attack on Titan. That's 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 the that's the summary. It's more AOT for AOU. <laughs> attack on you <laughs> attack on you it does I, I did I I enjoyed it I did too yeah 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 did we score this we didn't score it we didn't even score it in the previous episode oh we didn't finish the previous episode I don't and whose fault is that it's mine <laughs> Yeah, if you want to, you don't want to start this fight. You will lose. <laughs> and what makes it different from any other fight? <laughs> Self hatred. <laughs> it's all I. It's all that I've got. Uh so should I lead in with my sort of reviews and perspective? Yes. Alrighty then. So I I picked this picked this show in the lineup because it was more Attack on Titan and it'd be entertaining to Audrey. And this is this is the game at this point. It's how can I keep Audrey entertained? <laughs> but this was it's a nice little addition to to the Attack on Titan universe at large. Is it it's nothing more than snacks, really and truly. It doesn't expand anything outside of just you know what little lore that's available. Mm-hmm. It has alternate timelines and it has a story about Annie and how she got out. They're really not stories that are necessary because it basically, the Annie story is a mystery, a story that accomplishes, but all it doesn't really advance her as a character. You know, she isn't a different Annie at the end of it. She's just more resolved. And the Mikasa doesn't really, Mikasa doesn't really grow from her, you know, her, <laughs> Her PTSD, her flashback as she's having mm-hmm. her dying dreams. It doesn't better that. And honestly, 
it seems kind of forced with her being depressed and a butterfly says, let me take you to another world. <laughs> so all in all, not really a whole lot here. It's just more Attack on Titan. And if you like Attack on Titan and you want to see more Annie and Mikasa, then there you go. Then this is your jam. And this will be your jam and you will enjoy it. But if you are not, if you are into Attack on Titan for the world, for, you know, for the core world at large, you know, that you see advancing through the main story, if you're into it for other characters, if you're just into it because, you know, like you want to see the more of the main story, then this isn't going to build this up in any meaningful way. So honestly, the only recommendation I have for this is if you're a fan of Attack on Titan and you want more Attack on Titan, then this is more Attack on Titan. Mm -hmm. And it's not probably the parts you like because it is very devoid of action. It's And that may be some appeal. Some people have that. That's their major appeal to Attack on Titan is it's very, you know, fun action and it's very engaging to watch. But this is just more character building than anything. And it's character building that at the end of the day doesn't matter. So it just reads kind of like a like a filler fan fiction. But it's a fun fan filler, fan filler fiction, <laughs> fan fiction filler. The Mikasa story is arguably the better one, in my humble opinion. I think it's cuter. I think it's better written. I do, but again, it serves nothing as opposed to the Annie story, which serves just a little bit. In case you were curious, so all in all, it was fun. It was good. So it was a seven out of ten for me. Okay. Uh, well, these side stories are based on characters that normally we wouldn't think of, but more so than other certain characters. Like, I would not expect a... Actually, now that I think about it, I think I would like a side story for Connie, like him visiting his mom over the years and how things changed. Maybe kind of a, a recap of events that took place between seasons three and final. That would be pretty nice. And, uh... But the one of Annie, we got to see some nice characterization for Annie, especially some more emotional sides. Uh, her recollecting on killing Marco and also of planning to kill everyone that she's kind of grown close to. And also her breakdown of being a forced warrior and how she broke her dad's damn leg. And... Other than that, the mystery itself that this whole OVA was based on was very meh. I think it could have been done a lot more centralized towards the main story, a lot more attached to it. Um, other than that, it uh, didn't really hit well. But the Mikasa story, I also agree, is the better of the two because it serves as a very nice what-if and those are always fun. And especially seeing a side of Mikasa that we don't ever see. That, mm -hmm. you know, I kind of wish we could have seen. Mm -hmm. And also the kind of... That little lesson of... Hey, Aaron is always going to be destined to die. You gotta get over it. Uh, protect him and spend time with him as much as you can. Uh, wake up. <laughs> Go on, I put a little makeup. <laughs> Go get the kitty off the table. Overall, this did not have the effect that No Regrets had, where it adds more to the story, the core story, and like gets you 
way more invested into watching more Attack on Titan already. Uh, this one did not do that. So I give mm. it a 7 out of 10. Well, dang. Yeah. There you go. And that's a soft 7 because it was teetering between this and 6. Mm. A soft 7. Mine is a flat 7. Mm. I don't feel... I feel like I had a good time. It's not a... When I look at my other 7s, I feel like it belongs there. Would I rewatch it again? Technically, yes, because I did. <laughs> but is it, you know, is it something that will be marked in the uh, the halls of my mind forever? Absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to remember no regrets more than I'll remember this probably. And that's just because no regrets had some uh, had some emotional weight to it. Mm-hmm. But this is, again, more Attack on Titan. And if you like Attack on Titan, it's pretty good. If you don't like Attack on Titan, well, not much we can do for you, unfortunately. Yeah, not with us constantly pumping out Attack on Titan content. I'm sorry, I can't save everybody. And don't think we're done yet, because we have one more OVA episodes in the works covering the other three episodes. Oh, yes, and we're going to be reading a light novel, too, apparently. (laughs) And we're going to be talking about what-ifs and alternate timelines. Okay, I read... We're going to be reading fan fiction, and then we're also going to be reading doujins, and then we're going to be also, I don't know. Talk about the video game. Talk about the video game whenever we have, like, the money to spare on that. It's so expensive. Yeah. Even digitally when it's on sale, it's like, you know, when I think of a sale on Steam, I don't think of, I marked it down 10%, but Attack on Titan 2 thinks that's what a discount is. <laughs> Do you know the physical copy of the game is like $150? Fuck off. I know, right? Sincerely. Why are you so expensive? Also, fun fact, it doesn't have, uh, when I played the demo of the game, it was, uh, it, 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 it did not give me controller bindings. It just acted like I was always playing on a WASD and a mouse. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm not going to be playing an action game like it's a first-person shooter. <laughs> Get that garbage out of here. Anyways, I'm done. Speaking of garbage controls, <laughs> we have been the Otaka Melancholy Podcast. Hey! We have been your hosts, Matt and Audrey. Catch us every Sunday at our website at otakamelancholy.com where we... <laughs> We have our previous episodes and the sites, we, other sites we're streamed on. Catch us every Wednesday for our uh, Talk on Titan series where we talk about the latest and greatest episode of the final season part two. It's gonna, you say that, but then the next episode is gonna totally poop the bed. <laughs> Follow us at our, our uh, social networks, our Twitter, Instagram, and our Discord where we also have our Sunday streams, where if everything is working, we... Uh, and people w- remember. Yeah, we we all watched the latest episode of Attack on Titan. And shitpost the entire <laughs> way through. Mm-hmm. Some good memes. Join us. 
And if you want to go the extra mile and keep this podcast afloat, you can go to patreon.com slash otakumelancholy and donate for as little as $3 a month to get additional content, including extra episodes, a special Discord role, and chat. You get to see future episode content, but our crystal ball is very broken, so it doesn't <laughs> always work properly. And you also get early access to episodes, but if you want that, I wouldn't count on it because I don't have it too much. Mm-hmm. And you also get a very special shout out at the end of every episode. Like these people Anime of the Week, Chris S., Cream Puff Koo, Darth Egg, Jalvin, Ikea Plant, Mellow, and Moe Soda. They all give money to make sure this podcast doesn't suck. Woo! Woo! I'm eventually going to see how fast I can run through this Patreon thing. <sighs> Alright, well, that's show. Uh, bye bye. I take care. Uh, a gambate. All right, this is a this is a bad attack on Titan. Sasaro. Sasol. Gao. Dream